All through the month of June 2020, we have been looking at the theme, Serving God Pays the Most. Serving God Pays the Most. I know there is no doubt in our heart that the best thing to engage in in life is to serve God. If you obey and serve him, there is so much that comes with it. Anyone that truly obeys God and serve him can never lack. The psalmist speaking says, since I was young, now I'm old, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. If you truly serve God, is committed to be ever-present. Is an ever-present help in times of need. If there is anything we need now to ensure God's presence in our life, is to rededicate our service to God. Our service to God is what we are designed for. We need to understand that God created man for service. God created man to serve. If you go back to Genesis chapter 2 and verse 4 downward, we don't have time to read it, but I will just paraphrase. After God created the heavens and the earth, And before the earth brought forth every plant and every creature, God discovered that there was no man to till the ground. And God moved to create man. And God created man. And after he created man, he put man in a garden that he made himself. And for what purpose? To keep it. To keep it. So God created man to serve. To serve his interest. To serve his purpose. Right from creation, God created us to serve. And that was why Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, he said, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus Unto good work which God had ordained before time. This is Paul speaking thousands of years after. And thousands of years after Paul, we are still saying the same thing. God created us to serve. We are designed to serve. And unfortunately, the secular world has taken over. The truth is that you can never amount to anything in life if you don't dedicate yourself to service. Any man that makes a mark on earth today is someone who is dedicated to service. And today, we are talking of service to humanity. 
But the first service should be to what? To God. When you commit yourself to serving God first, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you. That is the original intent of God. And when we commit to it, the pay package is unmatchable. Of course, we have been told time and time again of the wonderful packages that we stand to get when we serve God. It's not comparable to anything here on earth. But I beg to tell you, there are times it can be tempting when you see the packages that those on the other side are getting, the material blessings, it seems, that they are getting, and you wonder, does it really pay to serve God? The truth is that apart from the blessings you get here on earth, there is much more for you in the year after. Mark 10, verse 29 and 30. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that has left house, or brethren, or sister, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake and the gospel. For he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time. Houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, and lands. And in the world to come, eternal life. Who can give you that here on earth? Is there anywhere you can get that kind of package? There is nowhere. They may give you an executive house, an executive car. A salary package that can sponsor yourself, your wife, your children to anywhere in the world, to the most exotic places on earth. But is that all there is to life? No. If you really want to enjoy life, then we must commit ourselves to serving God. I pray that God will grant us the grace. To serve him faithfully in the name of Jesus. It is important for us to know that God has ordained us to serve him. God has redeemed us to serve him. It is also important for us to also know that serving God is not just a religious activity. Serving God is a big time business. Serving God is big time business. Why do we need to emphasize that? You need to take that consciousness, that mentality into our service to God. When we accept the fact that we are designed and created and redeemed and liberated and delivered to serve God, then we must approach it with the mindset of a businessman. 
when you approach with the mindset of a businessman, then you will not entertain anything that will waste your time. Because in business, time is what? Money. And in the kingdom, time is of important essence. And the devil knows it. And the earlier we begin to engage in our service to God with a business mindset, the faster the blessings will begin to come. Now, how do we serve God? What are the channels that we can serve God? There are so many channels that we can serve God with. Singing, praying, preaching the gospel, so many. But for this season that God has called us into, we are looking at very two important channels that we need to serve God with. And that is the channel of prayer and the salvation of souls. Everyone that engage in this act of praying for the advancement of kingdom of God, and reaching out to everyone to embrace what God has offered to mankind is position himself or herself for greater glory. In the Bible, we've heard of so many people who have sold themselves out to God. And we have one example called Anna. Anna in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 36 to 38. We have an account there where we are told of how she served God on the prayer altar and also reaching out. This is one aspect that the Holy Spirit opened my eyes to as I was preparing for this message. Anna was a prophetess and the Bible records that she served God. Luke 2.37 said, But she served God with fasting and prayers day and night. And today we are still talking of Hannah. But there is something else you did. Let's look at verse 38. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord. And spake of him to them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. She gave thanks to the Lord. She didn't stop there. Look at that last part of that scripture. She said she spake of him. She spake of the Lord to all that looked for redemption. In Jerusalem. How many people are we speaking to today that are looking for solutions to their various challenges in life? Yes, we have been praying, but we need to take that prayer out there. Let them know that there is redemption in Christ. As we engage these two platforms, I see God 
taking us to our next level of blessings in the name of Jesus. What then do we expect as we serve God? Number one is divine favor. When you engage in service to God, you enjoy divine favor. Why? Proverbs 14, 28 says, In the multitude of the people is the king's honor. When we engage in advancing God's kingdom, we are inevitably positioning ourselves for favor. Because God said himself in John 12, verse 26, If any man serve him, him will my father honor. Now the truth is, in this kingdom, it is not about your skill or your talent. It is about your service to God. No matter how talented you are, no matter how skillful you are, if you are not committed to serving God, you may still end up struggling in life. Serving God is the best thing that has ever happened to me. I have seen our fathers in the faith who have committed themselves serving God and have enjoyed favor that are undeniable. What is happening in this commission today is nothing but favor. I'm privileged to have access to some information about men of God. And I can tell you categorically that there is nothing so unique about this commission. There are places you go to, there are places that you see raw act of God. Fluency in the delivery of God's word. But yet, you can't see as much accomplishment of what God is doing here within the space of less than 35 years. It can only be God and his favor. And why? Because the visioner is committed to serving God. When you commit to serve God, you enjoy favor. Permit me to just say this. In my only two way, I have served God. I'm not there yet. But I've managed to follow to the level of my understanding. And the truth is that I have enjoyed favor. Everything that is happening to me today is not my making. It's just the favor of God. I remember when I was serving, all through my service here, I committed myself to serving God. All that I got in my service here was put into service. And then when it was time to move, and I speak to God, where are you living me to? God said, go to Josh and pick a training job. I never knew of anything called training. But he said, come to Jots and 
pick a training job. I came to Jaws. And the first few months I was in Jaws, I got some teaching job. You know, I thought maybe that was where God was leading me to. But along the line, I saw somebody. We schooled together. We read the same course. And he served here in Jaws. And he said, oh, I heard ITF is recruiting. I said, what is ITF? He said, Industrial Training Fund. Immediately he said that the world came alive. I didn't know anybody in that place of work. I went, dropped my application, and I continued my life. When I least expected, I got a call. I was invited for the interview. I went for the interview. And the truth is, I wasn't expecting anything. But somehow, when I thought hope was lost, I was packing my bag, packing my clothes, and I said, I have finished my assignment here in Josh. Let me start going. I told people I was staying with, I said, well, I'm going home. I'm going to Ibadan. I'm going to Lagos. I actually had an offer in Lagos. And I said, took that step. I didn't know I was preparing myself to go to Lagos to pick my appointment later to come to ITF. I just got a call. Congratulations. You have been offered the appointment. I rushed down to the office here thinking that's where I will get my letter. I got there and they said, oh, your letter has been sent to your post office box in Lagos. You have to go and get it and then write your letter of, your letter of acceptance and then assume duty. That was why I carried that bag I was packing. And went to Lagos to pick my letter of appointment. It pays to serve God. It pays to serve God. So many testimonies abound for everyone that I know that serve God. And I trust God that as you commit to serving him, you begin to share your own testimony in the name of Jesus. And number two benefit I will share as we round up is that serving God secures our eternity. Serving God secures our eternity. Once saved, is not always saved. When you get born again, and you are redeemed, that is not the end. It doesn't stop there. Yes, we have so much preaching going around today. But the truth is, if you want to secure your eternity, you must keep serving God. In Luke chapter 18, verse 29 and 30, the Bible speaking says, and he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house, 
or parents or brethren or sisters or brother, for the kingdom's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and then in the world eternal life. When you keep serving God in the world to come, you have what? Internal life. The disciples kept serving God even after the master left. The truth is that you will be tempted. Temptation will come along the way. That was what happened to Adam. Adam was created to serve God. He was created to be a service to God in the Garden of Eden. But he allowed distraction to overtake him. And he lost that beautiful garden, that beautiful, you know, domain that God has given him. But I believe that we shall not lose our focus in the name of Jesus. How do we serve God acceptably? Remember I said, serving God is not a religious activity. You must serve him in an acceptable way to qualify for his result, for his rewards. And one number one way to serve him is to serve God with good will. Serve God with good will. Ephesians 6, 7 to 8. Bible speaking says, with good will, doing service. As unto the Lord, and not unto men. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall I receive of the Lord, whether he be bound or free. With good will, doing service. Do it because you love God. Not just because of the benefits that comes with it. Because if you are doing it just for the benefit that comes with it, uh, you will easily be frustrated. Because the timing of his blessings is in his hand. So, when you are doing it, because he said, if I serve him, he will bless me. So let me serve him and see whether he will bless me. It sees your heart. But when you do it with a good will of sincerity, of serving him, then you are getting yourself qualified for his reward. Jeremiah 17 verse 10 also says that I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins even to give to every man according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doing. So when we are serving God, let's not just serve him religiously. Let, just, let, let us not just serve him with just the expectation of the blessings. Let's serve him with a good conscience. Serve him with a good conscience. And number two is that we should serve him tirelessly. Serve him tirelessly. And as we do that, I see God opening the doors of reward into our lives in the name of Jesus. Shall we rise up on our feet and begin to ask God for the grace of service. Ask for grace to serve him tirelessly, to serve him with goodwill, 
asking for the grace, fresh grace to serve him. Father, we thank you. Blessed be your holy name in Jesus' mighty name. You are here, you are not born again. That's the first step to go to serve God acceptably. Please make that decision to serve him. And as you do, I see God positioning you for greater rewards in the name of Jesus. If we have anyone like that, please come forward as the choir sing for the blessing upon your life.